Welcome to the Real Estate Guys radio program. Are you underwater or under-motivated? Today in the show, we're going to talk about some options to rescue your property when you can't or decide you don't want to pay. This is the Real Estate Guys radio network. I'm your host, Robert Helms. This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the Internet's leading provider of spoken word entertainment. Get a free audiobook download of your choice when you sign up today. Log on to audiopodcast.com forward slash real estate guys today for details. Welcome to the Real Estate Guys radio program. I'm your host, Robert Helms, and we've got a great show for you today. If your property is underwater or you're just under motivated to make the payments, what can you do about it? That's what we're going to talk about today. Some options to rescue your property when you can't or won't pay. Let's meet the guys, our co-host, financial strategist, Russell Gray. Hey, Robert. Hey there. And also with us this week, the man we call the godfather of real estate. He's been investing now in seven different decades, Bob Helms. Hey, Robert, Russ, good to be with you guys today. It is always good to have you gentlemen here. We also have a great guest today. And uh, we've talked uh, for uh, quite a bit this last year in 2009 about the world of uh, loan modification and workouts and the changing landscape and uh, what's happened, uh, of course, in the mortgage world. And a lot of properties are uh, valued today a lot less than they were. So you've got all kinds of situations. And we thought it was time for an update. And uh, there was some uh, new information on the state of the art of what's going on in this uh, industry. Yeah, absolutely. It's a very, very hot topic. You know, we've been uh, we put out a report over a year ago that's been by far and away our number one most requested report. Uh, obviously, there's a huge need out there. A lot of people got on the real estate investing bandwagon and even the real estate homeowner bandwagon in 03, 04, 05, and even into 06. And then all of a sudden, just in a very unexpected way for many people, in spite of all the people who claim to have foreseen this, uh, very few can, I think, document that they did because this thing took down a lot of very uh, bright people who pay a very close attention. But at the end of the day, you have, uh, for whatever reason, a lot of value has left the marketplace. People find themselves holding mortgages against properties that are significantly underwater or, in other words, worth uh, worth less than the paper or the, the note that they've secured against it. They're dealing with payments. In some cases, they took advantage of adjustable rate loans. And you've got a couple of different issues. People say, well, gee, interest rates are so low right now. If it adjusted, isn't that a good thing? Well, it depends because if the teaser rate was so low and the margin and the reset rate were high enough, you still get a tremendous change in payment. And this is one of the things people have a hard time understanding. When it comes to affordability in, in real estate, whether it's investment property or home ownership, it always comes down to the payment, not the interest rate. The interest rate affects the payment, but it's about the payment. And if you're accustomed to paying 1100 or $1,200 a month, no matter what the interest rate is, and it goes to $2,700 a month, no matter what the interest rate is, at the end of the day, that's a big jump and you have a problem. And that's there's a, a lot of a people out problem. there that have that problem. And as we talked about on our audio mentoring club this month, there's a, another wave of resets coming. We've gone past a big chunk of the resets because it's all based on when your loan was originated, right? And there's another wave coming. And a lot of people are super concerned about that. It doesn't matter what the rate is. It matters what your payment is. I think that's the, the underscore here. And so what's happened now that we've had uh, almost two years of people dealing with mortgages that have been uh, in trouble, whether it's because the value of the property or the person lost their job or whatever the reason is, is we've got a lot of feedback and there's been a lot of situations and changes plus with the stimulus and some of the government programs uh, that were designed to help in many cases they did the exact opposite and we'll talk about that today on, on the program uh, but really if you find yourself in a, the position that you are just having trouble making the payments on your property whether it's your 
uh, single family home that you reside in, your your uh, owner occupied residence, or uh, an investment property. There are options today for you. The lenders are like they've always been, uh, not wanting the property. What they want is a performing asset, and sometimes you have the ability to do that, and it depends on everybody's situation. Well, and the flip side of that, if you're not a person who's in distress, uh, you may just look at your situation and go, this just doesn't make financial sense, or you're in a situation where you want to be a buyer. And you need to understand what some of the options are available because one of the best ways to get involved in a property when there's a problem involved is not to come in looking for an opportunity, but looking to bring a solution. And if you're legitimately in there trying to help somebody figure out how to hold on to a property and when they cannot do it, you're the first person they're going to be interested in working with to actually transition the property, and it can be a way to take ownership. So uh, it's just one more tool to have in your educational toolbox or your knowledge toolbox to go into the marketplace to build relationships because at the end of the day, real estate investing is all about relationships, getting in the flow of deal flow, and having an understanding of this particular topic and being on top of what's happening uh, is, is, is a great way to get into conversations that will open up leads for you to be able to pick up properties. One of the difficulties about having an understanding is that this is a moving platform. It's been going on for a couple of years. It's been changing dramatically during that period. And folks, we're not done. There's definitely more change coming. One of the things I'm seeing as I talk to people out there who are in these situations, have these dilemmas, is frankly, they don't know where to go to get advice. There's tons of advice. You go to the Internet, you're buried in stuff. But the real question is, who can I trust? Who? How do I know I'm talking to somebody who knows what they're doing? I had a um, I had an occasion to make a referral yesterday um, to an agent in a city that's really a depressed city. And this particular client who was being referred to him had three properties that he needed to short sale. That's a lot at one time. The agent isn't going to be shocked because what? He's doing those every day. But I promise you this, one of the things that's important is you must determine that the person you're dealing with for advice, particularly in the area of, say, short sales, knows what they're about. Everybody can read a website and know what a short sale definition is. That's totally different than being able to work one. Well, and, uh, you know, it's interesting that you bring this up following Russ's comment because I know a little more about the person you're talking about. And while they are in a position to short sale those three properties and some others in other marketplaces, they're also buying property right now because it's on sale. I so like this them. is one of the investors that recognizes, hey, I got into some stuff and, I, and I'm underwater and it's not going to work for me. And even though in this particular case he's on time with all his payments – it's it's stupid to keep these properties if I can use a technical term, <laughs> right? If I have a property, my loan's four hundred thousand, my rent is two thousand dollars a month, and today's value is one hundred and eighty grand. Why on earth would I continue as a pure investor to make that payment and keep that property? The upside is going to be years from coming. Now, when we talk about this, I think we have to set the table with when you made the agreement with the lender, you agreed to a couple of things. You agreed that you would make the payment or they would take the property. That was your agreement. You knew it and they knew it. So, Russ, I want you to address this whole idea that people have about, well, but I promised I'd pay. You know, that's one of the big changes. There's a lot of changes going on. Just to step back a little bit, we've changed administrations during the crisis. We've changed political philosophies. We've gotten a lot of government involvement. Lenders have uh, looked at different sets of consequences and political pressure. So there's lots of things changing. But one of the things that is changing are people's attitudes. And the attitude that it's a moral and ethical obligation has consumers, particular in particular consumers, 
Uh, but a lot of investors who are consumers, you know, that are su- suffering from an investorial seizure, as we say, uh, that you just first got into investing, and they really still aren't fully thinking like business people. Now, the lender, on the other hand, is completely thinking like a business person. It is a mathematical equation. If I can foreclose on you and that makes me more money than letting you stay, I'm going to foreclose. If I, you know, if you give me a short sale and that makes me more money than foreclosing, I'm going to do that. It's purely mathematical. And in your situation, if you're in a distressed situation, you have to set some of that aside and say, my number one responsibility, this is the way capitalism works, my number one responsibility as a business person is to maximize profit. I need to minimize my losses. I need to maximize my profit. That's my responsibility. You know, I raise children to play football. You know, my boys play football. And, uh, of course, they've grown up. But, you know, I took them to church, and I talked about, about loving people and being kind and nice. And then they get out on the football field, and their job was to hit somebody and hurt somebody. And they're like, Dad, I, how, do you, how do you reconcile that? I said, here's the deal. There's nobody out there standing on that football field that isn't there by choice. Everybody right. knows the rule of the game, and the rule of the game is a physical game. You play to, to inflict pain, to, to, to be physical. That's the game. And there's nothing immoral about that. When business people go into a business transaction as an investor and they buy your mortgage, they know the rules of the game. They know the risk that they're taking. And they know what your options are. And if it is in your best financial interest to walk away on a loan, they would expect you to do it. Now, it's in their interest to try to convince you that it's not and to put pressure on you and to use any manipulation they can in order to get you to do what's in their best financial interest. And this is one of the reasons why you always want to have a professional involved because it's easy to get emotional no matter how professional you are over the deal. But you have to remember your first order of business as a business person is to minimize your losses, maximize your profits. You just have to remember that. Yep, absolutely. So if you're not there yet, you can't get your mind around that, spend some time with it. And I think as as you go through what your options are, you'll understand that. Also, understand that we have this report still available. If you haven't gotten it, you're welcome to. As Russ said, it's our most requested report. Uh, you can just send an email to workout at realestateguysradio.com. And uh, in your leisure time, spend uh, some time reading 18 pages of our <laughs> report. Uh, but it'll give you what some of the options are. In fact, we're in the process of updating that. Before we're done, we'll tell you about some other resources uh, that you have as well. Well, and then you want to stay tuned next week because next week we're going to take it a step further and talk about some renegade options, some stuff that if the, that the mainstream doesn't work for you, there's some other crazy stuff you can try, and we're going to bring it to you next week. So uh, it's almost a two-part uh, uh, program for you. So um, we're, really where we're at is there's lots of folks who are in a situation where either they're underwater, their house is not worth what the uh, you know as much as the loan against it is, and so there's a problem there, and either they can't pay or they're in a situation where they just it doesn't make business sense, it doesn't, especially as an investor, uh, to, to continue to make that payment. And so the, the question then becomes, well, what do you do? And really, there's a lot of different options, and that's what we're going to talk about today. And our guest uh, helps people do that every uh, single day. Uh, that's uh, really what they do at Home Rescue Financial Services. And uh, we're going to uh, introduce to you now our guest. His name is David Lees. Welcome to the program, David. Thanks, gentlemen. How are you today? We are good. How are you? Doing great, thank you. Now you are no stranger to this topic, and uh, I know that over the last uh, little bit, you've been dealing uh, with people pretty much every day who find themselves in uh, in the situation. Where are we today in the state of the union uh, with loan modifications and, and lender workouts, David? You know, uh, things are actually getting better. Um, the banks have come to the table, so to speak, a lot more. Um, I would say in the past few months than they had um, oh about a year ago. 
So their posturing was very tentative at that time, and I think what's happened now is the banks have uh, really come to the table in terms of uh, identifying that nothing's going to change unless we get some movement. And uh, so what's happening is we have really uh, perfected the process and developed relationships at the banks on the other side to where when we identify uh, a consumer that fits the profile of somebody uh, that's going to benefit from a, a modification or workout, uh, the banks are going to be more open to that. It's actually been a very interesting evolution because in the beginning, um, I would say that our approach was much more combative and we were uh, focusing a lot of our energy on doing the forensic audits, uh, checking the original paperwork to make sure that there weren't uh, violations. And probably not surprisingly, um, our records show that over 80% of the loans that were made in the last decade have some kind of a RESPA violation in it. So, Well, hold that thought for a minute, David, because I definitely want to explore that. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk more with David Lees, and we're going to find out uh, what you can do if you find yourself underwater or under-motivated. You're tuned to the Real Estate Guys Radio Network. I'm your host, Robert Helms. There are a lot of what-ifs when it comes to investing. What if the stock market takes an unexpected dive? What if there's some government action that blows your investment? What if the company that you invest is the next Enron? These are some of the common ones. But I have another what-if scenario for you. What if you could invest in a market that Forbes rated as one of the top three investment opportunities in the U.S.? What if the investment gave you a significant tax advantage? What if CNN Money says this is a low-risk? high-yield opportunity that shouldn't be overlooked. And what if, instead of just thinking about this, you actually took action? Take a few minutes and learn more. Go online to GoZoneAdvisor.com and get the free report from the IRS that explains this opportunity. Time for this opportunity is almost out. Isn't it worth taking a look? That's GoZoneAdvisor.com or call toll-free 800-970-0523. That's 800-970-0523. It's GoZoneAdvisor.com or 800-970-0523. This week's radio program is brought to you in part by Audible.com, the leading provider in spoken word entertainment. Audible has over 35,000 titles to choose from to be downloaded and played back anywhere, just like the real estate guys can on our weekly podcast. In fact, we were just talking about Rich Dad's Prophecy, which is one of the many books available on Audible.com. And if you'll log on to audiblepodcast.com forward slash real estate guys, you can get a free audiobook of your choice. It could be Rich Dad's Prophecy. It could be uh, thousands and thousands of books. Just pick one, download it for free. Uh, it's pretty cool stuff. So what you do is you go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash real estate guys. That's audiblepodcast.com forward slash real estate guys for your free audio book. Chadwick. With Chadwick. Real estate, like diamonds, are forever. So when it comes to real estate, never say never again. I travel the world for Global Property Network, spying out hot markets, experienced agents, and great deals. So if the world is not enough and you're looking for investment or vacation real estate anywhere in America or around the globe, call Global Property Network. I've got a gold finger for connecting you to great properties. You only live twice, so to grow your income for the second part of your life, you can live and let die, or you can go for it, like the living daylights. GPN is here to help. From Russia with love, this is Luke Chadwick for Global Property Network. 
Give Luke and his team at Global Property Network a license to kill and find you income-producing property. Tomorrow never dies, so you need Luke to find properties and deals for your eyes only. Call Luke and GPN today, 877-411-4GPN. That's 877-411-4GPN. Or on the sponsors page at realestateguysradio.com. You realize that real estate investing is a proven path for building wealth. You're making valuable contacts and building a team. The only thing missing? A system to manage your business. Introducing Trevo, the real estate investor's virtual office. T-R-E-I-V-O. Trevo.com can be accessed anywhere at any time. Trevo is a real estate evaluation tool, a rental management tool, a data repository, a contact management system, a website creation tool. Trevo provides all of these features for only $9 a month. Visit Trevo.com today to start your free 30-day trial. T-R-E-I-V-O. RadicalRecessionRemedy.com interrupts the Real Estate Guys programming to have a moment of silence in memory of our great economy. It's a new day and we need to come up with a new strategy for our finances. www.RadicalRecessionRemedy.com is that strategy. Do you never want to worry about negative cash flow again? Would you like a down payment cash machine? Get the free report at www.radicalrecessionremedy.com. That's www.radicalrecessionremedy.com. When you're ready to do your part in strengthening the economy, that's www.radicalrecessionremedy.com. We now return you to your regular programming of The Real Estate Guys. Hi, this is Kim Kiyosaki. I'm the author of Rich Woman, and you are listening to The Real Estate Guys. Welcome back to The Real Estate Guys radio program, heard every weekend on this fine radio station and all the time at realestateguysradio.com. You can listen online uh, to our shows from the past few weeks, or you can uh, delve into lots of content, uh, read our blog, and find out about the free reports you can get and all that. Do that at realestateguysradio.com. Our guest today is David Lease. David is with the Home Rescue Financial Services Company, and uh, they help folks who are in a situation uh, like we've been talking about underwater uh, and uh, can't uh, find a way to pay or don't maybe don't want to. Uh, and we were talking about the, the State of the Union. And, and David, you were talking about uh, kind of the, the early days were being combative. You know, we saw adversarial relationships between folks, uh, you know, and their and their lender um, and some of the things you were doing, like the forensic audits. Uh, speak to that. Why, why would I get a forensic audit on a on a loan? Um, you know, it, it increases the leverage uh, going into the negotiations, and, and I mean, it's it's important to have. This is why it's important to have legal representation. But I, I can get back to that. Um, so the forensic audit is really just a layered analysis of going over the original loan documents and making sure that there weren't any res, uh, RESPA violations. Uh, actually, in addition to that, there's a number of other different laws that. Uh, the analysis is layered to uh, verify compliance with. So that loan compliance, what it was revealing is that a number of uh, the state and federal laws that govern uh, mortgages had been violated uh, during this flurry of paperwork during the, the real estate boom. And so what that was doing for us was, in many cases, giving us leverage uh, against the bank I think Russell had alluded to it that um, for the banks it is a strictly business transaction 
And so when they were facing legitimate complaints uh, based on RESPA violations in the original uh, loan documents, um, they were more open to the idea of a loan modification. Um, what has happened over time, however, is that ended up being uh, those violations, most of the courts have ruled that those violations were minor and certainly not enough to negate the mortgage as a whole. Um, but the banks, again, look at it as a situation as, well, if we're going to fight with them, if we're going to fight with this law office who's representing this client, we're already incurring costs. Um, and as it was previously alluded to, this is a strictly business transaction. So what has happened over time is, for example, uh, our service providers, our different law offices that, uh, that provide services for us, they really developed a, a level of respect with each of the banks and therein created uh, connections there at the banks. In other words, contacts, points of contact. Once we kind of developed that level of respect with the banks, they were much more open to really just setting up a process back and forth uh, to where we can just assist people uh, almost as if we were working together. Well, and it's interesting that that's really what happens in a lot of legal circumstances. Very few, you know, cases go to court. Usually there's some sort of mediation or agreement, and often those attorneys who are very adversarial at first finally go, guys, you know, let's get together and how can we work this out? And it doesn't always work, but it certainly makes a lot better sense than fighting the whole time. And and let's face it, it's nobody's fault directly in, in this situation that the market has gone down in price. I mean, you can make a lot of arguments on where it got caused, but in this particular transaction between this homeowner and this lender, the fact is it's not worth what it was. So they've got to get to some you know, new situation. And I'm sure the lender's happy if they just want to keep making that payment. But if they can't or decide they won't, then you're saying that uh, today banks are, are certainly more willing to, to, to work with the borrowers. Yeah, there were, you know, the costs of foreclosure are, are very expensive. Um, I think you had even mentioned before, you know, typically a bank does not want the liability of taking that property back. Right. So if they can work it out, I mean, basically what we have now is that there's so much middle ground uh, that we can reach with the bank um, where everybody's going to come out win-win. And that's because there is so much room to work with. And when I say that, I'm talking about the values. So when a bank looks at a situation uh, of an undervalued uh, home, they're really just facing exactly that. They're facing, you know, what are our two different options? And we kind of paint those scenarios for the banks. Okay, well, if, you're, if you go the foreclosure route, here's your end game. Um, if you do a modification and keep the borrower in the home, here's, here's, the, here's that picture. Here's, that, here's how that's going to work out for you financially. So... It's really just appealing to their better sense, their better financial sense, that going with the workout or modification uh, is their best choice financially. Now, David, earlier you talked about if clients meet the profile. So obviously not everyone's going to be eligible for this. And for you to be able to make those arguments to the lender, there's got to be some box that uh, folks fit in. Tell us about what the ideal client is for a company like yours who is in position to, to want to make a modification to their loan. Sure, absolutely. Um, you know, the, the two biggest factors uh, that end up coming into play are really two things for the bank. They want to know uh, that there's been some documentable, genuine hardship, and, and that's easy these days. Um, just about everybody's seen a decrease in income uh, with the huge downturns in the economy as a whole. So 
they want to see that there's a legitimate hardship, but even more importantly than that, they want to see that the uh, borrower, the homeowner, is going to be able to sustain the payments if they do, in fact, do the modification. Um, that's, those are generally the two most important factors. Um, and that's just kind of for a basic workout. It does get a little bit complicated. There's the government program. Most banks have a shadow program, uh, which is similar in terms of how they do the workout, but it's not the actual HAMP program, the government program. Um, and that actually opens a lot of doors for us because the HAMP program was designed for people's primary residence. Um, and, of course, you know, for those people who are investors who are now stuck in a house that's upside down uh, as an investment property, you know, the HAMP is not something that's available to them. However, the banks are still looking at that situation as a potential loss situation and are therein willing to come to the table for some type of a workout. Well, and I'm glad you've mentioned that because there is misinformation out there that if it's not your primary residence and if you're not behind by several months, the lenders won't deal with you. And although there are, I'm sure, are circumstances where the further you're behind and the more underwater your property is, the better it looks uh, to the bank to work with you, that you don't have to be in, in those situations for the bank to consider a workout. That, that's absolutely correct. And, you know, it's kind of become a myth that you have to be behind, Um the banks, in fact, it's quite the contrary. The banks would prefer to see that maybe if they looked at your payment history that you had kept up with the payments, but maybe they were starting to come in a little bit later. Uh, maybe you were struggling to make those payments, but were somehow managing to continue uh, with the payments. They're going to look upon that favorably. And when they're doing their analysis as to whether or not they think you'll be able to sustain the payments in a modified loan, they're going to look upon that. So... Yeah, it kind of is a myth out there that you have to be behind uh, to even be looked at. Now, if someone is, you know, in the situation where they had a hardship and it's documentable and they're now in a position where they could pay, but their loan adjusted to such a high rate that they really can't afford that, how is it that you position them to be able to get a modification that is going to work for them? I mean, we've heard something like 60% of modifications done a year ago. They came back, you know, and, and, and the, the homeowner wasn't able to, to keep up and they're, they're back in the same, same position. How do you set them up for, for success? Uh, that's a really good question. Um, it's it's a matter of give, getting them a modification that's appropriate for them. Um, you know, there's a lot of different types of modifications uh, that can be done for a person, and making sure that the numbers fit in terms of their income and coming to a DTI uh, that is reasonable, it, it is very important. So when we talk about the realm of negotiation, uh, in, in your business, you're seeing a lot of, uh, of these, and you kind of probably have a, a good perspective of what the range is. Tell, talk about what lenders will negotiate in terms of you know interest rates, amortization periods, principal reductions, any of that. Sure. Um, so basically what it, what it boils down to, and I'll, I'll use a HAMP example. Um, they call it the waterfall. So uh, that particular program, it really targets the payment um, and making an affordable payment. So there's four steps to the waterfall. So what they do is they capitalize the arrearage. Uh, the second part of the water, waterfall is to reduce the interest rate. Now what we're aiming at here is a 31% debt-to-income ratio, and we're trying to get it down to that payment amount to fit the person's income. So they go through each of those steps in order to get the payment down to that. So 
The first step, again, capitalizing the arrears. Second step, reduce the interest rate. It goes down in steps all the way down to 2% in an attempt to reach that, uh, that payment amount that is the target debt-to-income ratio of 31%. If, by taking the loan all the way down to 2%, we still can't reach that payment amount, step three in the process is extending the loan term, so changing it from, say, 30 to 40, for example. If, at that point, we still can't get the target debt-to-income ratio and get that payment that they need, step four is forbearing principal to get it down to that payment amount. Now, I will say step four has been a stumbling block. Um, the banks have been reluctant to participate to that extent, um, but we're seeing them come to the, the table more and more in that regard to follow that four-step process to keep somebody in their home. Well, you can certainly see how, in the bank's interest, the last thing they would want to do would be to reduce the principal amount. But uh, the other angle of it is, depending on how the situation is and what the value is and, and what the upside might eventually be, that they may have to. Of course, that's going to be their last choice, and you may not need that. You know, when you go in for a modification, again, as Russ said earlier, you're more concerned with the monthly payment, even more so than the interest rate or, or the amortization period of time or, or anything. And I think if the lenders can find a way to not have to give up principal but still create a win-win, then that makes a lot of sense. We'll talk more about uh, what your options are in terms of loan modification and uh, so forth when we come back. We're also going to play Real Estate Trivia, give you a chance to win a prize on today's Real Estate Guys program. I'm your host, Robert Helms. Are you excited about real estate investing but not sure where to get started? Learn the secrets of building wealth through real estate in the comfort of your own home. In the Real Equity Home Study Course, professional investor Robert Helms and his team of experts show you why real estate outperforms other investments. Stop dreaming about investing in real estate and start doing something about it. Order the Real Equity Home Study Course today at realestateguysradio.com and click on resources. realestateguysradio.com are you ready to profit in paradise? Hi, it's Robert Helms, and if you think real estate investing means tenants, toilets, and termites, think again. Located just a short plane ride from the U.S., a virtually untouched paradise awaits, the beautiful country of Belize. With its jungle rainforests, pristine beaches, and 81-degree turquoise water, Belize is one of the most beautiful places on Earth. Plus, it's considered one of the top seven tax havens in the world. And why U.S. real estate continues to drop, Belize property is on the rise, and many experts think the best is yet to come. Sound intriguing? Then join us for a free informative webinar called Discover Enchanting Belize. When you watch the webinar, you'll discover the many reasons we love Belize, like tremendously undervalued beachfront land, super low taxes, ease of doing business, and so much more. To access the webinar, simply send an email to belizewebinar at realestateguysradio.com. That's belizewebinar at realestateguysradio.com. Discover Enchanting Belize. Chadwick. Look, Chadwick. Real estate, like diamonds, are forever. So when it comes to real estate, never say never again. I travel the world for Global Property Network, spying out hot markets, experienced agents, and great deals. So if the world is not enough and you're looking for investment or vacation real estate anywhere in America or around the globe, call Global Property Network. I've got a gold finger for connecting you to great properties. You only live twice, so to grow your income for the second part of your life, you can live and let die, or you can go for it, like the living daylights. GPN is here to help. From Russia with love, this is Luke Chadwick for Global Property Network. 
Give Luke and his team at Global Property Network a license to kill and find you income-producing property. Tomorrow never dies, so you need Luke to find properties and deals for your eyes only. Call Luke and GPN today, 877-411-4GPN. That's 877-411-4GPN. Or on the sponsors page at realestateguysradio.com. Hi, I'm Robert Kiyosaki, and I encourage you to listen to those wild and crazy real estate guys. They're the best, been working for years, and they know what they're talking about. Hey, thanks, Robert, and welcome back to the Real Estate Guys radio program. I'm Robert Helms, your host, and we're talking today about uh, some things you can do if your home's underwater and you can't or even decide you don't want to pay, uh, and uh, can you uh, come to a new arrangement? And the answer is yes, and uh, we're talking uh, today with David Lees about that. Before we get back uh, to our interview, let's play Real Estate Trivia. Here's how it works. I've got a trivia question for you that has something to do with real estate, and when you hear the question and know the answer or want to guess, you're going to rush over to the computer and send us an email to trivia at realestateguysradio.com. That's trivia at realestateguysradio.com. Include your name, the answer to the question, and a mailing address so that if you win, we can send you an autographed copy of Equity Happens, Building Lifelong Wealth with Real Estate, our book on real estate investing. You can find out more at our website at realestateguysradio.com and click on book. It's the only book we have, so you won't get lost in the shuffle of the gigantic library of books written by the Real Estate Guys. So uh, we're going to give away two copies. One goes to the first person who gets the right answer, uh, the kind of the traditional contest approach. And then the second one will go uh, to someone whose name we draw out of all the correct answers for the week. So even if you're listening on iTunes or on our website or after the fact, you're still eligible to win. So here we go. Uh, first of all, last week we asked, uh, what was the first U.S. state? In other words, what large parcel of real estate, uh, the first U.S. state uh, to require license plates on cars. And uh, we got uh, a lot of good guesses and several correct answers. The answer, the state of New York. Here's our real estate trivia question for this week. What's the largest country of the African continent? So in the continent known as Africa, what's the largest country? There's lots of countries there. One of them is the biggest by a lot. So which is it? As soon as you think you know the answer, send it to us at trivia at realestateguysradio.com and include your mailing address so we can send you the book if you're the winner. We're talking with David Lees from Home Rescue Financial Services about uh, what some of your options are today uh, with the evolution of what's happened in the mortgage business and with servicing companies and modifications. And uh, David, a lot uh, has really uh, gone on in the news about uh, these various issues that have come up. California, one of the big states hardest hit by the foreclosure crisis, and they passed this SB94. Now, uh, I'm sure you're familiar with that. How does that affect uh, property owners' ability to to get help from folks. You know, uh, SB ninety four has just kind of created some difficulties for everyone. Um, it's made the process more difficult in that it has prohibited the upfront collection of fees for these type of services, even from attorneys. Um, however, uh, there are many homeowners there that need assistance, and so. I know we, for example, have responded to that call uh, and uh, changed our entire process for a California file in order to be compliant with SB 94. It actually led us uh, to uh, change our procedures uh, nationwide as well. And with that, um, what I mean to say by that is that we actually do a prospective client assessment before we will accept a case and certainly before we will accept any money. And this has just become a uh, policy of ours. So 
We actually collect all of the documentation that we would as if we were taking in a file that's already been fully paid for. We do a full assessment analysis on it. We produce an analysis from the law office, which is given to the consumer. All of this is free of charge to this point. And we give them a realistic assessment of what solutions we believe are available to them. Um, if a client at that point, so in California, for example, chooses to proceed, we're going to book in the file, and basically almost all of the work gets done before they pay any money. Um, and that's fine. It's, it's created difficulties for a lot of the companies that are trying to provide legitimate services out there, and there are many. Unfortunately, the bill was passed in response to uh, a few unscrupulous companies that, um, you know, we're not really assisting people. So I feel like the scope of that law is kind of overshot, but uh, it is the law, and so we've responded to it in kind, and it's not an obstacle for us. Well, it's one of the things we talked about in our first uh, workout report. How do you find somebody? And a lot of these, uh, you know, allegations that you hear, these companies that were taking fees and not even making phone calls, uh, certainly that's uh, the response we've seen in, in California. Uh, but it, it's surprising it went as far as it did because uh, even law offices, attorneys who customarily charge a retainer for doing any work were prohibited from, from taking loan modification business. Yeah, it's it's really sad too, and it, it's it's really created a problem because you know in California there's such a great need for it. Um, I've had clients approach us that said, you know, look, we we don't want to, we want your services, we want uh, to retain legal services, and we'd like to pay the balance, and we actually have to refuse the payment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which which just doesn't seem to make much sense. But uh, anyway, it's not a problem. Uh, we just work this, we just work our our system differently uh, in the way that we we actually do the workout for them and then uh, collect the payment thereafter well frankly that's one of the things we we like about your program is that you're going to have this person who isn't sure they're a candidate or not and they're going to know that before they they pay any money which is 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 great you just don't want to lose any time uh, when is it too late I mean you know you've got people who put this off they they uh, run scared they're like ostriches they don't want to deal with it and then before you know it there's a sale date uh, when is it too late to engage your services or, or to, to try to work with your lender I would say up to a couple days up to the sale date uh, we've successfully stopped sales uh, just even days before the sale date so uh, always good to check with us if anybody is ever not sure if they qualify for this or if they can get the sales stopped it's always good to just check with us it doesn't cost the consumer any money for us to give them uh, an evaluation of if we can stop it. And there have been instances where we've acted on people's behalf uh, to get the sales stopped, basically based on good faith that they would pay us thereafter because we didn't want to accept fees from somebody in a case where we weren't sure that we could stop the sale. Um, so the answer to your question, the short answer is, Right up to a couple days up to the sale, we're able to get it stopped. But don't wait. Uh, we I bring that up because if someone is thinking it's too late, it may not be. But you don't want to wait. The, the sooner, the better, obviously. You're going to have more options, I would imagine, the earlier you uh, get involved in the process. That's absolutely correct. Um, because up to that point, you know, a bunch of costs, collection costs have been incurred on the side of the bank, on the side of the lender. And uh, it can, depending on, I mean, it actually gets a little bit complicated depending on the state. There are different foreclosure processes, judicial and non-judicial, depending on the state. And California is actually a mixed state. Um, 
but in a judicial foreclosure, it becomes extremely difficult um, the closer we get to the sheriff's sale. Uh, in a non-judicial state where it's a trustee's sale, we tend to be able to get those stopped uh, much closer to the sale date. But, yeah, you are correct. You don't want to wait. Uh, if you're not sure where you stand, best thing to do is give us a call. Now, do you guys work in all 50 states, or are you geographic? How do you, uh, wh- what area do you guys uh, offer your services in? You know, uh, we are, so it's, it's a nationwide law firm uh, that's expanding as we speak. We have uh, attorneys of counsel uh, in, gosh, I want to say we're approaching 30 states right now. Um, and in the non-judicial states, we're able to operate, well, uh, it's on a state-by-state basis, but um, in, I believe, about 30 states we're up to at this point, and our objective is by the end of March to have an attorney on the ground in every single state. Well, and let's talk about that because one of the big advantages you have to using your firm or a firm that uh, is attorney-based is the fact that you, you've got an attorney involved, which is just huge. We can't emphasize it enough how important that is. Can you speak to that, David? Absolutely. Um the banks have held out to consumers that they are willing to help them, and that really is not the best way for a consumer to approach it. Trying to do a workout on your own is extremely difficult, and the biggest reason for that is the way that your request is channeled. Banks are set up in such a way that when an attorney sends a letter to the bank stating that they're representing someone, that letter in that case is routed a completely different way than if a consumer approaches the bank on their own. They're going to go through a first-level customer service of the loss mitigation department. So it just completely changes basically the routing of the case uh, through the bank. I have a great example of a case that uh, really spells that out. Somebody that we helped in the state of Colorado, uh, they were, when they came to us, uh, a week away from their sale date, they had twice attempted to modify their loan directly with the lender, both times having been denied. Uh, we stepped in, we took over, stopped the sale, got their loan modified. They're currently at a 2% interest rate in a fixed rate loan. And when they came to us, they were in an adjustable at 9.5. Wow. Well, yeah. and it is clear, to having you know been an observer on the sidelines to dozens and dozens of investors that have gone through this process, and many of them in their on their principal residence, uh, that the results are just better when you get a competent professional. It's true about anything, right? It's like trying to perform your own dentistry, right? I mean, you got to get a professional involved. It doesn't make sense trying to be your own real estate agent, your own lender. But but especially here, since we're talking about, you know, a, a pretty important uh, asset for most people, their home, their investment property, you don't want to make a mistake. Uh, it, it's been my experience that the lenders many times are looking just to get you out of the box. I'm oh, sorry, you don't qualify and, and move on to the next phone call. Yeah, that's correct. Um, it, you really, the value of having legal representation is great in this situation, and especially with a firm that um, can show you some kind of a track record in this particular field, that this is what they specialize in. And as a consumer, that's something that you want to really look into. Um, anybody that you're looking into in terms of having them uh, perhaps represent you to do a loan workout, you really want to do your diligence on whatever that organization is. Um, if you're not dealing with legal professionals, you're at a disadvantage right off the bat. 
Uh, and you want to even take your research beyond that. Look into that particular firm. Um, look for a proven track record from that firm. Maybe even uh, do your own research uh, with the state bar on the particular attorneys that are involved. So a lot of things that you can do to make sure that you're working with somebody that's reputable, credible, somebody that you can really trust to represent your best interests. Our guest today is David Lees of Home Rescue Financial Services. When we come back, we're going to tell you how you can uh, get some of that information to do that very due diligence that David speaks about. You're tuned to the Real Estate Guys Radio Network. I'm your host, Robert Helms. Hello, Robert Kiyosaki. Listen to the Real Estate Guys. They're wild and crazy, but they really know what they're talking about. Hey, John, what are you doing this weekend? Well, with all the great real estate investment opportunities these days, I thought I would sit down and, uh, you know, crunch the numbers. Calculating the cap rate, operating income, cash flow, <laughs> you know the drill. What? You still do that by hand? You mean you don't have a system? Uh, what are you talking about? One word. Trevo. T-R-E-I-V-O. Trevo? Uh, what's that? Trevo, the real estate investor's virtual office. It's a great website that will tell you in seconds the property's cash flow, cap rate, operating income, and more. Trevo allows you to easily easily compare financing options and see how they impact your bottom line. Trevo allows you to store all of this data, plus documents, pictures, contacts, reminders, and more. Your system, Trevo, does all that? That's not all. Trevo makes it easy to track your ongoing income and expenses. With Trevo, you will always know how each property is performing. And the website creation tool in Trevo makes it easy to advertise your properties for sale or lease. Trevo. Ooh, sounds perfect, but uh, I'm on a budget. Don't sweat it. Trevo comes with a free 30-day trial. But register with promotional code Real Estate Guys, and your 30-day trial turns into a 60-day trial. After the trial period, get this: Trevo is only nine dollars a month. Just go online to treivo.com. Trevo.com. Are you ready to profit in paradise? Hi, it's Robert Helms, and if you think real estate investing means tenants, toilets, and termites, think again. Located just a short plane ride from the U.S., a virtually untouched paradise awaits, the beautiful country of Belize. With its jungle rainforests, pristine beaches, and 81-degree turquoise water, Belize is one of the most beautiful places on Earth. Plus, it's considered one of the top seven tax havens in the world. And why U.S. real estate continues to drop, Belize property is on the rise. And many experts think the best is yet to come. Sound intriguing? Then join us for a free informative webinar called Discover Enchanting Belize. When you watch the webinar, you'll discover the many reasons we love Belize, like tremendously undervalued beachfront land, super low taxes, ease of doing business, and so much more. To access the webinar, simply send an email to belizewebinar at realestateguysradio.com. That's belizewebinar at realestateguysradio.com. Discover Enchanting Belize. Are you struggling to keep up with your mortgage payments? Whether it's your home, vacation, or investment property, there are loan workout options available. To help you sort through all the noise in the marketplace, The Real Estate Guys has written a free 18-page report called What You Must Know Before Attempting a Loan Workout. In this special report, you'll discover the single most important thing the lender looks for before agreeing to modify your loan. Plus, you'll be able to weigh the pros and cons of hiring a professional versus doing it yourself, and much, much more. All you need to do to get your copy is email your request to workout at realestateguysradio.com. It's free, it's confidential, and it's yours when you send your request to workout at realestateguysradio.com. Hope is not a strategy. Start your own economic bailout plan today. Get the Real Estate Guys free report, What You Must Know Before Attempting a Loan Workout. Email your request to workout at realestateguysradio.com. 
Hi, this is Kendra Todd, winner of The Apprentice, and you're listening to The Real Estate Guys. Welcome back to The Real Estate Guys radio program. Thanks for tuning in. If uh, you're not already a subscriber to our newsletter, you can do that right at our website at realestateguysradio.com. When you do, you're going to be entered into a drawing to win a cruise for two. Our annual Investor Summit at Sea is coming up in April, and we're going to head to beautiful Cozumel, Mexico, Roatan in Honduras, and one of our favorite places in the world, Belize. You can go with us. From New Orleans, Louisiana, it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, we have just a few cabins left on the, on the summit. One is reserved for the winner of uh, the contest, so if you haven't signed up for the newsletter, do that. If you have, you're already uh, entered to win. Uh, we're talking today with David Lease, and David is uh, really helps people understand what their options are when it comes to loan modifications and workout. He's with Home Rescue Financial Services. And one of the big issues, David, of course, as you said, is trying to weed through whether people are legitimate. This whole law in California has been in response to that, people that have been ripped off. But at the same time, you're hearing uh, people in the news say, oh, you don't need to spend any money on loan modifications. Your lender will do it for free. And I'll tell you personally, that is a load of hogwash. The last person and you want to ask if you need a haircut as your barber. The lender is only going to do what's in their best interest. And having someone on your side as your advocate is is crucial. And I know what you've put together, which we're excited about, uh, kind of as an enhancement to the report we did on uh, on loan workouts in general, is uh, a report on uh, basically loan mod service providers and the due diligence that you can do on them. Tell us about the report. Sure. So uh, a number of different, it's basically a, a question checklist uh, of things that you, you really want to consider when you're looking at any service provider. Um, again, it, you really want to uh, ask yourself, uh, is the company a law firm? Are they a broker? Are they an independent processing company? How long have they been doing modifications? Do they provide other services? Uh, are they licensed or bonded? Um, do they have a Department of Real Estate license to collect fees for loan modifications? So a lot of different things that you can really check into, and all of those uh, issues are covered in that report. All right. If you want a copy of their report, it is yours free if you'll send an email to rescue at realestateguysradio.com, rescue at realestateguysradio.com. We'll get that uh, sent out to you. Now, uh, tell us a little bit about, uh, we haven't talked really much about your company, David, and, and the scope of what it is you guys do. Tell us about Home Rescue Financial Services. Sure. So we really uh, provide the administrative and marketing arm uh, for the actual legal professionals that provide the services. Um, so it's kind of a, it's a nationwide law firm. Um, like I said, with attorneys in each state. And uh, we are pretty much the front end is the best way to put it. So we provide that uh, perspective. We provide the interface uh, with those legal services. Obviously, legal professionals are focused on, um, well, providing legal representation. And uh, we kind of provide the sales and marketing apparatus for that. Uh, and connect homeowners with the proper representation. The representation that is provided is very comprehensive legal representation for a homeowner. It can be a loan modification. It can be working out a deed in lieu. It can be uh, any type of a workout that's going to benefit the uh, the client. Well, and what I like about it is you have folks who, for whatever reason, 
are just intimidated by even picking up the phone to talk to their lender, whatever their situation is, short sale, deed in lieu, loan modification. And so you guys really can serve that purpose to, to be the interface and to help them through a difficult situation and let them focus on what they should be focusing on. You know, the other nice thing about it is we had a, a law office that we were uh, referring people to for, for loan mods, and they did a fine job at the loan mod itself. But I'll tell you what, customer service was sure difficult because, again, they were attorneys and they were focused on doing the work, not with communicating. And, and having this, this front end, I think, is huge because someone's in this situation, they want to know what's happening, they want someone they can call, and you really don't want them bothering the attorney who's doing the work. That's exactly true. And we've built a number of things into our process that keeps the client involved in the process so that they always know what go, what's going on. That was a problem for some time, I think. Uh, a lot of uh, consumers that did seek assistance and hired professionals to work on their behalf, it was kind of, uh, oh, just kind of in the dark. Uh, they really didn't know what was going on for extended periods of time. Um, we kind of go the extra mile to make sure that the client is always involved in the loop. They always know what's going on, and uh, we're always there to answer their concerns and questions. All right. Well, David, we sure appreciate uh, your time today on the program, and uh, thanks for uh, the great information. Thanks, gentlemen. All right. There's David Lease. And uh, if you'd like more information, obviously you want to get the report, and you can do that just by sending an email to rescue at realestateguysradio.com. Uh, but if you'd like to uh, reach uh, the folks there, uh, you can call them at 888-510-6838, extension 108. Let me give that again. Uh, it's 888-510-6838, extension 108. And uh, that is how you can get a hold of David Lees and the folks at Home Rescue Financial Services. Uh, good stuff, guys. I think that uh, there's a lot of uh, information and misinformation out there, and this has certainly uh, cleared up some information for us. I think one of the things that just kills me is, you know, the fox in the hen house type thing or the fox guarding the hen house. You, you know, again, going back to this notion that these are two different people on a different end of a negotiation. <clears throat> and for one party on one end of the negotiation to try to persuade you that you shouldn't have representation, that you should deal directly with them, and somehow they are going to negotiate with you against their own self-interest is ridiculous on its face. And yet so many people have bought into this notion that somehow the lender is their friend. And that's just not true. And it doesn't mean they're evil. It's just it's just they're not – they have a different interest in you. It's a conflict of interest for them to say that. And, and, and the fact that you get – public service agencies and different people coming forth and, and trying to reinforce this notion just shows how much power these people have. But if you just sit and think about it, it makes no sense. They have an interest, which is to get as much money out of you as they possibly can, and that is directly the opposite of what's in your best interest. They can't represent you. It's ridiculous. And they don't. And there's a tentacle word for it, and that word is crap. All right. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, they are different agendas. And one of the things I keep seeing in people, which is just what you'd expect, is they're very tenuous about going to the lender to begin with. They don't know who to talk to. They don't know who to trust. And now what's the experience when you call the lender? Totally random. Um, I had a, a personal experience where I was chasing a loan that had some problems. And the lender was so busy that the mod department didn't take the calls. It spilled over to a collection department, and you didn't know who you were talking to, and they'd work along and try and put something together for you. I actually went so far doing this myself. Again, I, I've had a little more experience than your average person, but I put this together with them. We come to an agreement. 
less than 24 hours later, I'm notified by the supervisor of that department that she's negating the agreement that I spent an awful lot of time working. Well, why would she do that? Her reason? Oh, this is outside the scope of what our department can do. After all, we are not the uh, workout department. You're not? <laughs> Etc. Well, you know, in defense of the lenders, which you'll hardly ever hear me do, but they are being inundated, and it's the servicing companies, and they just get so many phone calls, and they really are looking for a reason not to work with you. When you come in the different door through an attorney that has a relationship, you're going to get a drastically different result. Having done several of these, some of my own and some with help, going going with an attorney is so much better. So uh, great information today. Thanks to uh, David Lease. And again, if you want a copy of his report on how to do due diligence on this type of a company, if it's something that you want to, to have done, you can send uh, an email to rescue at realestateguysradio.com. Now, next week on the show, we're going to take it a step further. We're going to talk about renegade strategies, things that you can do when your workout options fail. So if you say, well, I've, I've done all that, Robert. It hasn't worked. What else can I do? Well, this isn't for the timid, but next week we're going to talk about some of those renegade strategies. Thanks to uh, our guys here in uh, the studio. Thanks to Chathan, our engineer, Matthew Pierce, our executive producer, all our great sponsors of The Real Estate Guys. We'll see you next week. Until then, go make some equity happen. And if you can't, we'll negotiate some. We'll see you next week on The Real Estate Guys. This airing of The Real Estate Guys was brought to you in part by our sponsors, Global Property Network, referrals to the world and properties to your doorstep. Call GPN at 877-411-4GPN or online at globalpropertynetwork.com. Trivio. Extend your Trivio.com trial for 60 days when you use the promotional code Real Estate Guys. Go online to T-R-E-I-V-O.com. Audible.com. Audible.com is the leading provider in spoken word entertainment. Log on to audiblepodcast.com forward slash real estate guys to get a free audiobook download of your choice. You can find out about these and our other valued sponsors on our sponsor page at realestateguysradio.com. And to learn how you can sponsor the program, call Matthew Pierce at 510-521-5100. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week on The Real Estate Guys. If you're like me and thousands of others, you know that the Real Estate Guys radio show is a great source for quality content about investing in real estate. But did you know that they also have a book? I just finished reading their book, Equity Happens, and I was blown away by how much I learned. If you're ready to create sustainable wealth through real estate, you need to get Equity Happens. You'll learn, just as I did, about what it takes to prosper in the real estate industry. So don't wait. Make Equity Happen to you. Order your copy today at equityhappens.com.